You are listening to University of Wisconsin-Madison's Morgard Center for Public Service podcast, a podcast dedicated to connecting community, campus, and student voices that foster, shape, and cultivate a thriving democratic society. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the third and last summer episode of the Morgard Center podcast, Rich Rich. I'm Jenna Harp, the student organization preparation intern at the Morgard Center and your host for the summer. I am an incoming junior majoring in political science with a certificate in Middle East Studies. On today's episode, we'll be speaking with Anya Piotrowski, the Morgard Center's Badger Volunteers Coordinator. Although Anya has only been at the center for a year, she has spent the past decade engaging in community-based work across the country, including working as an AmeriCorps VISTA member. Now, as the Badger Volunteers Coordinator, she oversees the semester-long program that pairs teams of students with community organizations to volunteer one to four hours each week to foster meaningful and consistent connections between community partners and students. What are you most excited for for the 2021 school year? 2021-2022 school year? Honestly, I think it is getting to meet and interact with people in person. kind of going, I I started 10 days before we went remote in March of 2020. So I didn't really get to meet many students at that time in person. And I didn't get to meet with really any of our community partners before we went remote. So I'm just really excited to actually start getting to meet people as it works with schedules and comfort levels, getting to work and meet in person and just be in the same room and feel feel people's energy. That's actually insane. I didn't know that you started 10 days before. <laughs> I thought you started like a month before or like something, but ten, that's crazy. It was wild. Yeah. So I guess we're like all in the same boat because I was hired April of 2020. Yeah. No, we really are. And I think that's actually something that's kind of nice is at this point, you know, when I started, most people had been around for at least a while, little while. But now, between me and several other staff members and so many of the students in the center, there are m- most of us, I think, haven't worked in person in the center, which I find comforting since I've worked here this long, but haven't worked in the center. So feeling new, I'm not the only one who's been in around for a while, but might feel new in, in our space. Exactly. We're all just collectively you know, learning to walk, I guess, (laughs) at this point, because we've just been so far removed from from in-person stuff, which is crazy. But tell us a little bit about yourself, Anya, and your journey into public service, kind of what got you interested in the position, what got you interested in Morgard Center, but we'd love to hear more about you. Yeah, so I think it wasn't necessarily an intentional journey into public service, I went to undergraduate in Florida for at the University of Tampa for history, thinking I would go to law school afterwards. And then I ended up deciding to pursue a master's of, of arts and history at UW-Eau Claire. And it was kind of during that time as I was prepping and taking the LSAT, finishing my thesis, I ended up kind of going, eh, I don't know that this is really what I want to do next. And I ended up applying for a bunch of AmeriCorps VISTA positions. So I became an AmeriCorps VISTA member through North Carolina Campus Compact in, I don't know, February 2012. That sounds right. (laughs) And it kind of started, it went from there. I thought I'd go to law school and that that might be the way I did public service even though I didn't necessarily know what that would look like or mean. And then I, when I realized that wasn't for me, I felt honestly fairly lost 
as an early 20-something who's gone to school and now don't know what I want to do. And AmeriCorps VISTA really helped me kind of figure that out. I spent a year in North Carolina, and then I did a little bit over a year as an AmeriCorps VISTA leader in East Tennessee. And between those, both of those experiences were in community and in higher education. And so it felt like a way to blend my love of school and learning and the value of education in my life with being engaged in a community. And so all of my job since have been in some ways bridging those gaps and getting to work with people on campus and in community. And most recently, before moving here, I was in South southwestern Vermont um, at a fairly small liberal arts college. And I went there originally to do community engaged work and then ended up in a new role about a year after I had moved there where I was doing community engaged work, but also other broader student activities work. And I really loved the wide array of experiences. But the more I was in that role, the less community engaged work I actually got to do and the less I got to work with community partners and connect students to community. And I, I really missed that piece. So I intentionally was seeking out opportunities that would help me get back into that line of work. And Badger Volunteers felt like a really nice blend of that type where I really want to work with students. I really value the opportunity to help students develop and find opportunities they enjoy and can grow from and learn from. And I wanted to get to work with community partners doing meaningful work that really transforms our community. And so this kind of felt like that perfect, perfect blend for this phase of my life. I didn't know that you lived in so many states. I'm just like in <laughs> awe. You like traveled so much. Yeah, I have. It. What's funny is it started as I really thought I hated winter and I think maybe I did, maybe like that version of Anya did. And um, so I was intentionally seeking out things like undergrad in Florida and then moving back to the South because I wanted warmer weather. And then I thought, okay, maybe we can go with more seasons. We miss seasons, we'll move up to the Northeast. And now I've actually grown to really detest summer. Like I'm, I'm not thrilled with the heat and humidity lately. And I'm really looking forward to embracing winter again this year. Um, but I think it's interesting because I think a lot of my moves have been career-based, but with a heavy influence on what type of weather I want to engage in for like my full life, which is super random. That's so interesting. <laughs> That's really awesome. Um, and then you mentioned that you were, um, you had like an AmeriCorps VISTA position. What exactly did you do within that position? I, you know, we work closely with AmeriCorps and we often have like AmeriCorps job postings on our mortgage mail. And so tell us a little bit more about what you did through AmeriCorps. Yeah, so I had the opportunity when I was in North Carolina, my role was one of the first roles with North Carolina Campus Compact that was split between a university and a nonprofit in the community. So I was in Greensboro which prior to moving there, all I knew was it was the site of the original Woolworth sit-in in the 60s for the, during the Civil Rights Movement. And so what my role entailed was I was with UNC Greensboro. It was supposed to be about 70% of my time 
with working on initiatives around food security and homelessness on campus and how to engage students in those topics and educate them and engage, like help connect them to opportunities in the Greensboro community around volunteerism on those topics. And then the other 30%, which ended up being much more than 30%, was with the Interactive Resource Center, which is a day resource center, center for people experiencing homelessness in downtown Greensboro. And my role there was to actually work with, with guests of the Day Resource Center, with the staff there, and with another local organization called Transition Greensboro to help build a community garden. And so I think that's where I learned so much about what it means to be a part of a community. And for example, you, I, I'll never forget a conversation where I was told, well, you know, you need to be think you all need to be talking to and thinking with the guests about what to plant because you may have you know other folks in the community may have ideas about what should be planted in this garden but the people who are going to harvest and enjoy and need and want the food may not have access to the cookbooks or the cooking utensils or the stove that others might assume they have access to or just think oh these foods sound wonderful so i think i learned a lot about how to engage alongside and learn from people in that way. And I learned a ton about what it means to be engaged in community around food and ways in which you build community around food and, and the access to food that we do or don't have. Um, and I like that you had the blend of like kind of students and then also community. And I know that like here it's more like student based, but you still get to work with that community like during Badger Volunteers or your involvement in Badger Volunteers. Um, how has your experience at Badger Volunteers been? I know that it's been entirely virtual, so it's kind of hard to do stuff, um, especially because it relates to the pathway of direct service. But how has your experience about or how has your experience working within Badger Volunteers been so far? It's been wonderful. I mean, I will not pretend there haven't been challenges because I don't know if there's anyone on this planet that hasn't faced challenges during the pandemic. I think we'd be hard pressed to find them. And so there have definitely been challenges around what does it mean to pivot a program that relied completely on in-person experiences to a completely virtual program. And Luckily, it's really not about how I do that by myself in isolation. My work is never meant to, or ever probably, this role will never be in isolation because it's dependent on how you build relationships and respond to what the community priorities are within the organizations you're, we're partnering with. So a lot of my work has really been about listening to what community partners are voicing are their priorities and what they're indicating they have capacity to do. And so, right, so a lot of our partners, we will start to partner with again this year that we haven't partnered with in the last year and a half. And that's because they didn't have capacity because of COVID to host in-person volunteers, even if we had had, if we had been pursuing that model. And so I think it's been a challenge and it's been an opportunity to get creative and I think for me as a, as a person and for me working with students, it's been an opportunity to really practice flexibility and leaning into, we don't have those answers, we may need to pivot quickly, and it's okay. 
like we will all be fine <laughs> um, in the grand scheme of things. Like this is okay and we can manage this and we'll figure it out. And it's okay if things, you know, it, it will be okay if things change last minute or they don't look how we think they're going to look. And I think as someone who's been in my career doing this type of work for a decade, it, I think that's been a really important lesson to be reminded of that I think I forgot along the way because so much of my work felt familiar for so long and I gained a certain level of, oh yeah, this is how it'll work. And then the pandemic arrived and told all of us, well, not quite. Um, and so I think it's been helpful for me to have to practice and model and to work with and support students in that and student leaders and go with kind of help us figure out how do we go with the flow and go, we'll do our best with what we have and we're going to adjust as we need to. Yeah, and it's really given us here, at least especially at Morgard Center, a chance to discover and like work with the pathways to public service. You talked about getting creative and creative we have been getting. And I know a lot of my students within the Student Organization Preparation Program have had troubles because they rely primarily on direct service like Badger Volunteers does. Let's switch gears a little bit to talk about kind of the logistics within Badger Volunteers. Uh, it says on the website that volunteers are required to complete an education portion of um, their semester long commitment. What does this look like and why is it important to community service work? Yeah, so we have two one-hour commitments, essentially, of ongoing education that the students have to participate in. They get to choose our student intern that is in an education role, works with the Badger Volunteers Executive Board Education Committee, and they develop a schedule for these opportunities for each semester. And so what it is, is we provide education sessions and workshops. And education sessions are all tied to our three focus areas within Badger Volunteers, which are public health, sustainability, and education. And every single uh, education session will in some way deepen knowledge on the, one of those topics, or maybe an intersection of those topics. And it really is meant to help students learn more about the the focus area in which they're engaging or something they want to learn more about. If you're doing tutoring with a Schools of Hope site, you don't have to go to an education session that's focused on education in some way, but you are certainly more than welcome to. But if you might, maybe you're also a nursing major and so you wanna to go to one that's focused on public health, we, that's okay. The important piece is that you're engaging and deepening your learning and reflecting on that opportunity and thinking about what are ways, what are kind of deepening your knowledge of the complexity of the issues you're seeing in our community and the, the opportunities for transforming our community? And so education sessions are that one requirement. And then something that we actually started last year and will carry forward into the year to come is a new workshop requirement. So workshops are also one hour and students can choose anything they want of the offerings we provide. And all of the topics are tied to asset-based community development, power and privilege, identity, and or the pathways of civic engagement. And so our focus within workshops is actually helping Badger volunteers deepen their learning around more of that system le systems lens. And how is it that what they go out and do and engage in weekly as part of direct service 
how does that create impact? How is that tied to their own identities, their own privileges or power, um, how they engage in the world, how they experience the world, and helping them learn kind of this deeper lens around how to view the world and the complexity, the ways in which, right? So we, we've done a session, I think, every semester on Badger's Vote, and that's a workshop people could attend. So we want folks to have an understanding of their opportunities to vote, and that voting how you vote impacts the funding of your local organizations on a local level. And that might impact what your volunteer experience looks like on a weekly basis, or it impacts the funding to our local schools. And so it's really this opportunity to go deeper on those, those topics and to recognize, to get a little bit more of, you don't know how much you don't know until you're learning more and and that asset-based lens of our community also is wealthy in so many ways, in relationships, in, in different types of resources, in these opportunities and connection. And so to take, instead of seeing, a, oh, here's what's wrong or missing in our community, that asset-based lens throughout some of these workshops really helps you see what is it that we do have in Madison and how can I engage and be a part of that greater change and transformation and so much of all of these sessions and opportunities are tied to reflecting on oneself and how we can build relationships with each other to be a part of that. I like that Badger Volunteers is divided into those subsects for interests. Could you dive deeper into like the different volunteer opportunities within each subsect? Yeah, I'm happy to. I specifically reflected on what would I share in terms of opportunities that tie to things we have coming up this fall. So, for example, with education, we have opportunities through Schools of Hope for tutoring and mentoring, and that'll be virtual this year. Um, we also have opportunities, for example, with the local Girl Scouts of Wisconsin Badgerland to be part of some of their teams that help support different levels of Girl Scouts. In the realm of public health, that can look like being a music and memory volunteer with Capital Lakes where you help create personal playlists for individuals struggling with Alzheimer's, dementia, or other cognitive challenges. So, and it can also mean being a home chair helper with Newbridge, home chore helper, excuse me, with Newbridge. And so you're really connecting with folks who might be facing isolation and help kind of building connections in that way with folks. And then what's really exciting is, I think, especially in the last, during the last year and a half, like during the the majority of the pandemic, so many of our opportunities have been virtual, well, all of our opportunities have been virtual, but that has meant most of our opportunities have been in the realm of education, and we haven't been able to do as much with our partners around public health and sustainability. And so this fall, we actually can return to partnering with Rooted for urban farming and opportunities like environmental waste research assistant positions with the Eldo Leopold Nature Center. So we have, I would say within each area, we have quite a bit of variety. In general, our education opportunities tend to focus on mentorship or tutoring in some way, a lot of education support with local youth of a variety of ages, everything from grade school, uh, like young children to high schoolers. Um, for example, we'll be doing returning to tutoring, this will be virtual as well, but tutoring at West High School this fall. And then public health, I think, in general, can mean anything from some of the opportunities I shared to 
working in a food pantry for Middleton, Middleton Outreach Ministries. Um, so it really does vary quite a bit. And then I think sustainability, most of our opportunities tend to be outdoors, engaging in nature in some way. So I think we've got a lot coming up this fall, virtual and in person, that I'm really excited for people to get to engage in because I just think it's, um, I don't know, I think after a year and a half of so much virtual life, the fact that we can offer both virtual and in-person is going to be a fun variety for people. Yeah, I think that's like one of the best things that came out of the pandemic is realizing that we can make things accessible for people. We have virtual options. We have the ability to have virtual options and in-person options, as well as all of the other pathways. And it really puts into perspective, we could be more inclusive. We could always be more inclusive. And I'm glad that Badger Volunteers is committing to that because, I mean, the pandemic is still happening. The approach I'm taking is about being intentional and mindful in how we engage with one another. And so I think for me, that looks like not only taking precautions with campus COVID policies, but reminding students that our community partners have different COVID policies and we need to be mindful and respectful of them and, and follow them. I think another piece is I think we often have lived in a world where it's go, go, go. I have to complete my work and my to-do list and I, I can't take a sick day or work from home. I think the last year and a half has reminded us we can do those things and should. And so I think that it also looks like reminding each other and holding each other accountable to if you're not feeling well, don't go to your site. Don't don't go out in the community. Do what you can to stay home. Whether it's COVID or not, it it's better if we're not spreading things to one another and we can help each other stay healthy in that way. And I think being prepared for things to change is going to be important. We have a I remember in June, the plan was to be all BV opportunities would be in person. And we would find ways to support virtual opportunities, but they wouldn't be directly part of Badger Volunteers. And, you know, as things changed over the summer, it, it felt really silly to think, oh, we're going to stick to a plan that we made when the world looked differently. And so I think even throughout the fall, I think we're going to have to be really mindful that all of us together, it might mean we're making changes as we go that we don't expect right now, good or bad. I really hope for the better. I really hope cases decrease and fewer people get sick and more people are vaccinated or otherwise protected. And I hope folks mask up and, and things are still going to happen. So I think how we're mindful of how we engage with each other and communicate with each other is going to be really important. I think it can't be overstated the importance of letting your site, you know, if you're a student or anyone engaging in the community or even coming to campus, letting folks know I have symptoms or I'm sick and I can't participate in person today. And and if you're not comfortable participating in person, take advantage of those virtual opportunities. We want folks to engage in the community and that's why we have multiple types of ways of doing that. And I think be remember that no matter how you're engaging, it that matters and is enough. You don't have to, it doesn't have to look a certain way to still be meaningful. And that's part of why we are supporting our partners with a variety of priorities. So yeah, I won't, I won't pretend there's an answer that I think I hold, 
or can share, but I think being mindful of COVID policies and how we communicate with one another and being flexible with each other and letting letting our each other know when something's not working and finding a new way to go about that collaboration or partnership or engagement, I think and hope will help us all. And I think maybe it'll also help us all be a little kinder to each other. As we head towards the school year, how can students get registered for the fall 2021 BV session and how can they get involved in the leadership team if they want? I'm so glad you asked that because I'm excited and hopeful people will get involved. So this year, if you are a returning Badger volunteer, which means you've participated in at least a semester of Badger volunteers at some point, you can re start registering for your volunteer opportunity on September 9th. And if you are someone who hasn't participated but are wanting to try it out, you can start registration and pick a team to participate on on September 10th. Registration for everyone will close September 17th. We have, as of right now, and this may we may have a couple more yet, we have 113 different teams across 42 partners. So folks can go to volunteer.wisc.edu to learn more. But that's the best way to get involved in kind of the, the semester-long team Badger Volunteers opportunity. As far as leadership opportunities, we don't have anything on the Badger Volunteers Executive Board open for the fall, but every spring we have applications open for that. And in the meantime, both for fall and in spring of 2022, folks can become a team leader. Team leader registration is going to open soon. Um, we're just waiting on a couple more details from a couple community partners. So we're going to open that probably Friday at Friday the, what is it, the 27th tomorrow? Yeah. Um, otherwise, we're going to open it next week. So either way, it's opening soon and will be open for at least a week. And that is a great kind of, you've participated in Badger Volunteers and you want the next opportunity for leadership. The next step is really become a team leader. It gives you an opportunity to work more closely and collaborate and coordinate and communicate with community part, your community partner site. You facilitate reflection for your team. You help coordinate logistics for your team. There's a lot of opportunity to kind of step up in that way. And you'll work, this year we have a new model with our Badger Volunteers Executive Board. So each board member, there are 11 board members, each board member will work directly with a group of team leaders to provide support throughout the semester, to help facilitate reflection, to answer questions, to make sure to share learning opportunities and things like that. So I'd say to folks who want to take on some leadership in BV, if you haven't done BV, start there. That is a form of leadership and engagement. If you've done BV for a semester or more, sign up to become a team leader for this fall. And then in the spring, if you're kind of like, I know I want the next thing, apply to be a Badger Volunteers Executive Board member for the next school year. Thank you for joining us today, Anya. To learn more about Badger Volunteers, visit go.wisc.edu bv. That wraps up the 2021 summer session of Gritchridge. It has been a pleasure to be your host for the summer. To learn more about the program that I coordinate during the school year at the Morgard Center, the Student Organization Preparation Program, visit go.wisc.edu SOPP. To keep up with all things Morgard Center, visit us at Morgard Center on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.